Quick disclaimer, all information, content, and material of this podcast are the opinions of the speakers and is for the informational purpose only and not intended to serve as a substitute for the consultation, diagnosis, and or medical treatment of a qualified healthcare provider. Welcome to the Untethered Podcast. I am your host, Hallie Balkin. I'm a certified orofacial myologist, feeding specialist, and mentor. This podcast is all about getting your questions answered and collaborating with colleagues to bring you the most up-to-date information in the orofacial myofunctional therapy, tethered oral tissue, and airway space. I challenge you to keep an open mind and join my mission to get this information out to the masses. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode 67 of the Untethered Podcast. It's your host, Hallie, and this is recording number three of our six-part mini business series. And I'm really excited to talk to you about this topic today. It's actually something that I learned from Simon Sinek, um, and he has a really great TED Talk on this. If you want to learn more, we can probably connect that TED Talk or link to it in the show notes. Um, But if you just look up TED Talk, Simon Sinek, you will find some great talks from him. Now, what is the topic of today's discussion? It is people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And now this, like I said, is directly from Simon Sinek. This is not my original work, but I'm sharing it with you here today because it's had such a profound impact on how I operate in business. And it really comes down to this concept of really selling from the inside out. Now, what the heck do I mean by that, right? (laughs) Most companies market or sell from the outside in, but we really actually need to do the opposite if you wanna stand out from the crowd and be successful. So we wanna do the opposite, like I said before, we wanna market ourselves from the inside out, right? So if you can imagine a bullseye picture, right? A bullseye or a target um, where you've got three circles, okay? And in the middle circle, it you have the big word that says why, the word why. In the middle circle, you have how, and in the outer circle, you have the word what. Okay, and this is an image, again, taken directly from Simon Simon Sinek. The goal here is not to do business with everybody who needs it, right? Not everybody who has what you need. The goal is to do business with people who believe what you believe, which is your why, that middle, the inside, okay? Your why is understanding like actually why you do what you do. It's not just about making money. That's the result you get, right? The why is your purpose, your cause, your belief. It's the very reason that you even created your organization in the first place. So arguably for me, for example, I have um, a private practice, right? And I open my private practice What was my purpose behind that? It was twofold. One, I wanted to create a private practice where I could go out and treat the populations that I wanted to treat, and I wanted to treat them in the ways that I've learned how to do so, and I wanted to also evolve my practice as I learn new things and not be not have, you know, not be confined by the rules of like a public school system, for example, okay? That was one of my whys. The other side of it was I also wanted to create a business where when I had children, I would be able to choose my own hours and I would also be able to choose my own rates and I would be able to make big decisions in my day-to-day life for myself in my own business, okay? So these were like the whys behind me even starting a private practice. 
Now, one could arguably say this went even further when I niched down and worked with um, myofunctional therapy patients because really I learned, I, I figured out that, hey, this is part of like my scope of practice and I haven't really learned about this, but I'm hearing that it's cha- it's a game changer and that a lot of these patients who are in speech therapy forever or who have picky eating issues, well, some of them have tongue ties or some of them have these orofacial myofunctional disorders or both. Um, and when they go through this, they go through a myofunctional therapy program in combination with maybe some other treatments, uh, whether that's like a tongue tie release or um, an expansion of growth appliance or whatever, they're getting much different outcomes, much faster, and they're lasting. Huh. Okay. I need to learn more about this, right? So then my why for that became like, how can I help my patients experience these results, right? And that was why I threw myself into becoming a certified orofacial myologist. Then I learned about my own child, which even kind of propelled me down that rabbit hole even faster. But, and then I also learned about myself. Then I had my second child who was tongue-tied. And you guys know that, you know, you know our history if you follow this podcast. So that's really like my why. And so my question for you is, what is your why? And it's not just like, oh, well, it's really just because I want to work for myself. And I want, you know, I need, I need financial freedom. Because I feel like that's, that's what everybody says. I want you to dig deeper. I want you to ask yourself why five times, right? So if you say, well, I want financial freedom, why? well so that I can decide what my rates are. I can decide how much money I make. I can decide what hours I work. Well, well, why is that important to you? Right? So keep going until you've asked yourself why five times. That's going to help you kind of get deep down to the belief of why you're actually doing what you're doing. Okay? It's really important to know that because whatever your belief behind that is, whatever your purpose is, that's going to drive everything else. And if you're not working from that place, you're doing it backwards, right? So then we get into the how, okay? So what is the how? Well, some organizations know how they do it, right? These are not the things that make them special or set them apart from the competition. For example, for me, knowing how I do it, like how do I do myofunctional therapy? How do I run my business? How, how, how? Okay, well, this is great. I can teach you, but this is also probably very similar to how a lot of other people do it. So like I said, this is not what makes you special or sets you apart from your competition. It's just knowing how, how you go about doing whatever it is that you're doing in your business, in your practice, with your patients, you know, so on and so forth, okay? And that's your, that's your middle circle. And then your outer circle is your what? Every organization on the planet knows what they do. This is either like the service you sell or the products you sell, right? So I, what do I do? I do myofunctional therapy. I do, you know, arguably I do some speech therapy sometimes, feeding therapy, okay? Um, then going back to that middle circle, how I do it, we know how we do it, but then why? Getting deep down to the why I do it. The important message here is understanding what motivates a buyer. Simon talks about companies like Apple and how they basically achieve things that defy all the assumptions in his words, right? He's like, so why is Apple so innovative? Basically year after year, like more than their competition, they go out there and they continue to sell product after product, right? So like, how are they doing this when they're really just a computer company? 
just like some of their competitors. They have the same access to the same talent and agencies, consultants, you know, why does it seem like they have something different that really stands out in the crowd? Um, he compared this also to Martin Luther King Jr. Like, why is it that he led the civil rights movement? Like, he wasn't the only one who suffered in pre-civil rights America or the only great orator of his time. So like, why him versus the next guy? Um, and also he talks about an example with the Wright brothers and how, you know, why is it that the Wright brothers were able to go and figure out control-powered man flight, especially when others who had like better qualifications and funding, like a lot of funding, you know, they were not able to do it. So this is what Simon's talking about. Like he talks about how there's just definitely something else at play here. And so he's discovered this pattern amongst these leaders in the world. If you're thinking about like Apple and MLK and Wright brothers, um, who basically were able to inspire while others are not, okay? they These guys all think and they act and they communicate the exact same way. And that's what I'm talking about when I say it's opposite of everybody else. And that is why we need to work from the inside out and truly understand deep down our why. And, you know, the example that Simon uses, and I'm not gonna give away his entire training, you can definitely go watch that, like I said, on YouTube um, yourself. But let's just use the Apple example because I think that that is so prevalent to people. I think it makes a lot of sense in a lot of people's brains since we all know Apple so well. Um, if uh, he said, like Simon says, if Apple were every like everybody else, their marketing would sound like the what would be we make great computers and the how would be they're beautifully designed they're simple to use or user friendly want to buy one not really right but this is how so many of us go out and we communicate to our patients or to other providers like here's what i do and here's how i do it like work with me no no that doesn't set you apart right we we explain what we do how we do it we expect some sort of behavior which is them turning around and buying our product or in our case, our service. But that is just not, it's not inspiring. It doesn't grab somebody's attention. And so if you're up against others who are trying to sell the same thing you're trying to sell, then, you know, which is your services, we're all in sales, okay? Even as a therapist, if you want your own private patients, you're in sales. Or if you work for somebody else where you have to do an assessment and then basically explain to somebody why they need ongoing therapy, you're selling them on that. So before you turn around and say, I'm not in sales, I don't have my own business, I don't do sales, yes you do. <laughs> Realize that right now, we all do it. So here's what Apple actually does, and then I'm gonna let you guys listen to that training if you wanna hear more about some of his other examples. Apple works from that why, how, what, right? They work from the inside out. And so their why is like everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo. We believe in thinking differently, okay? And I'm, I'm quoting Simon Simon on that. And their how is we challenge the status quo by making our products beautifully designed, simple to use, user-friendly. And the what is we just happen to make great computers, right? So you wanna buy one? And basically all he did was reverse the order of the information and now, most people are ready to buy a computer. Why? Because Apple makes it look sexy. Their why is kind of like, we challenge the status quo. We are not like everybody else. We like to make things differently. We like to make things sleek and sexy and easy to use. And when you start to hear it from that perspective versus like, oh, hey, here's a computer and here's what it can do for you. Um, like, here's what we do and like, here's how it does it. And oh, by the way, like, you know, 
buy one from us. It just, it doesn't have the same effect psychologically on a buyer. So look, we're not in a business to sell people on our services in terms of like, everybody needs a service. Everybody come to me and get the service. No, but if you have a patient calling you or a doctor referring to you, or you're trying to get out there and get other doctors to refer to you, or even other speech pathologists who don't do this in your area, you need to communicate to them what it is that you're delivering outside of the actual therapy. Like they know that you do this. There's either a reason why they're not referring to you or why they're referring to somebody else, right? So communicate your passion behind why you do what you do and communicate how you are different from other providers. And this does not mean throw anybody else under the bus. This does not mean make anybody else sound negative. Focus on you, focus on how you do things, right? And why you're doing it that way. And then speak to the why first and work your way out of that that target circle. Go from like explaining, you know, well, here's why I do what I do because they're gonna hear that passion come through if you actually start from that place and then say, you know, oh yeah, by the way, like here's how, you know, here's how my program works. And um, obviously at that point, they're going to know what you're doing. Okay. You won't even, you won't even have to tell them what they're doing. If there's someone who's familiar with Mayo or with, you know, pre and post-op for phrenectomies or whatever it is that you're talking about, you won't have to tell them what it is that you do necessarily, because by the time you get to that point, they're going to understand like why you're passionate about this, why you're doing this. And they'll have an idea of how you do it. And honestly, by the time that you have this conversation with a lot of other providers or even a family, they can they understand you're not just in this for the money. Yes, it's a business. Yes, our goal is to make money. But first and foremost, we want to help our patients. That's why so many people get into this. It is a helping profession. And we'll talk about the whole money thing a different day. <laughs> but this is what I want you to realize. I want you to realize that you need to communicate your why, your passion, the reason why you're doing this, and why maybe you might do it differently from another speech-language pathologist. Don't name that person. Don't talk about what they do. This is not about them. Focus on you and what you're, why you're delivering it, how you're delivering it, and it'll be very clear by the end of that what you are delivering. So I hope this is helpful. If you want to hear a bit more about what Simon talks about on this matter, um, definitely go and listen to him because he also talks about how the goal is not to do business with everybody who needs what you have, right? You want to do business with the people who believe what you believe. You, It's so much easier to work with patients who are coming from a place of uh, understanding, right, what your passion is and they, they resonate with your passion. And guess what? maybe they're not the right patient to work with you and five minutes down the road somebody else is better suited for them learn to be okay with that this is probably a topic for an entire different episode but i figured i would kind of stick it in here at the end because i know in simon's talk he talks about that so go listen to what he has to say because he talks a lot about how different areas of the brain are connected to his whole model of you know why how what and working from the inside out i really wanted to focus on that with you all but if you want to hear more about the the tenets of biology that he kind of references. And um, it's not psychology. So many people in sales talk about like the psychology behind buying habits. And that is not actually what we're talking about here. He's talking about straight up biology. So if you like to geek out on this stuff like I do, (laughs) 
and talk about looking at like a cross section of a human brain and where certain systems fall and how, you know, the why, the how, and the what fall into the different parts of the brain, go listen to his TED Talk. Um, and I make no money in sharing this with you. I just think it was such an invaluable lesson to learn and to hear him basically share what I've shared with you today, but to expand on it even further. It is definitely a topic that I I talk about when I present to large groups who are in the therapy world and trying to get into the business realm or who are already in the business realm, because I think that it's really, really important to understand why we're doing what we do, but also to communicate that to anybody you want to work with. I hope this was a super helpful episode. Go figure out how you can work from the inside out in your business, and I will talk to you on the next training. Real quick before you go, we are doing a free training with the Fast Myo Screening Packet. Go to fastmyoscreening.com to get your copy and join us in our Facebook group, which we will link below. It is the Myo membership. I want to up-level my Myo game. Find that group, answer the questions. We will admit you. We're doing a free training from August 24th to 28th in that group. When you join us, you'll realize how much fun it can be to screen patients. So jump on in there, join us. We'll see you there. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want to hear more of these Mayo Tots airway and feeding related episodes, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or pledge a small amount on patreon.com forward slash the untethered podcast. If you found value, others you know in this space will too. So be sure to share this episode on your social media platforms and join us over on Facebook, on my Facebook page at Hallie Balkan Biz, on Instagram at, at Hallie Balkan, and you can head over to the untetheredpodcast.com to grab a copy of the show notes, um, where you can also subscribe to be kept up to date on the latest podcast episodes. 